Hey guys, welcome to another podcast, and uh, today I'm just going to rumble about the new Flash film, and uh, some of my thoughts about the film, how I think the movie will be, what it will mean to the overall DC Cinematic Universe, or Extended Universe, and just share my thoughts. It's not going to be a formatted video, it's not going to be a formatted structure, I'm just going to share some random thoughts, and uh, hopefully you enjoy this episode. Now, the logo was revealed yesterday, and I'm looking at it right now, and it's pretty good. I like the music choice. You know, it gives a sense of, of a little bit of that time travel music used in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And the logo looks good, but how, how much can you really judge a film based on the logo? Now, honestly, before the Justice League film, I had no interest in Ezra Miller's Flash character because I feel like in the original Justice League, well... Josh, Josh Whedon's Justice League in 2017, his character was a broken, annoying Peter Parker wannabe from from the MCU, and it was so annoying, and uh, people didn't relate to his character, and I felt like they were doing a disservice to the Flash character, because the Flash is one of the most popular superheroes of all time, you know, he's, but he's, at least he has to be in the top 10, you know, and as when you look at the MCU, you see Captain America and Iron Man, these titans now. But you have to take in consideration, before like 2008, the Flash was a bigger character than those guys. You know, Flash is an A-list character who has sold millions of comic books. Now, as for the film, well, the premise truly states, it's the premise right here, I'll read it to you guys. It states that Barry Allen travels back in time to prevent his mother's murder which brings unintentional consequences to his timeline while creating an alternative universe. Now, this can mean good things. The plot is very promising, and I am a super Flash fan from the comics and, like, cartoons. I remember growing up, I was always a Flash. Uh, that's why I was so mad when they did him this... They, they did him dirty in the Justice League film. They did him so dirty, and I was pissed off. But now, looking at this premise... You know, I am uh, uh, very optimistic. I'm happy that they're going with this route. Everyone knew it was going to be a Flashpoint movie because we saw like art, we saw rumors. And then in the uh, DC fandom, we saw the directors come out. They shared some Michael Keaton and Flash uh, art for the film. And there were some rumors before that Michael Keaton left the project, but now he's back on the project. So it's like they're getting there they're gonna make the film now it's in production and it's slated to release in november 4th 2022 now is the film gonna be good is that is that a right uh question uh well i think it's gonna be a film that's gonna be very divisive divisive to be honest i feel like there, there there's gonna be fans that will love the film but there's also gonna be fans that truly did not like the product because i feel like dc has this sense in their films that all their films are not very universally loved you don't go out to theater and you say the movie was pretty good like a lot of marvel movies i feel like are more universally liked quote-unquote not loved but liked than dc films you know for example aquaman a lot of people hated that film the writing was terrible Cinema, the cinematography was great, the directing was great, the action sequences, set pieces, it was huge. It was a great film, great directing by James Wan. The only thing that was bad was the writing. But then people, the, re the reviews were pretty poor on the film. Like, they were whatever. They were, like, very mediocre. 
but that film still made a billion dollars. DC has always been like that. I feel like the only DC film since the Nolan films that was universally loved was Wonder Woman. Now, why was that? Because it appealed to a bigger audience. It had a, I don't want to say like a novice story, but it did have a simple story. So I feel like the more simplistic story superheroes produce, the more universally it, it is loved because it can, you know, capture the, te- the attention span of the audience. Because they're not going to see a freaking cinematic masterpiece, a two and a half hour, three hour uh, cinematic masterpiece that really like grasps them, you know, and makes them think emotionally. You know, and I am one of those guys that think uh, that Man of Steel was way ahead of his time. I'm a guy who honestly, on popular opinion, but now looking at like the whole Zack Snyder fandom and uh, the the Zack Snyder Justice League, uh, I till this day, I think Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, the director's cut, the three hour one is a masterpiece. I just think it's a masterpiece. Honestly, I think it's amazing. I think what the, what the film was trying to do was great, but I feel like because it was trying to be different at, at a time where people were so used to the normal, I feel like that really hampered the film in my perspective. But now moving on to The Flash, hopefully, and I pray that they do not follow a simplistic route. Judging by the premise, it doesn't look like it. I feel like they're you know they're planning for a home run they're planning for like 1.2 1.3 billion dollars it's gonna have michael keaton it's gonna have ben affleck i'm pretty sure ezler miller is gonna do a great job because i loved him in justice league uh, Zack snyder justice league and that scene when he stops time spoilers when he stops uh time and he reverses time it's one of my favorite comic book scenes of all time now is this film gonna be the money maker it's trying to be i feel like this movie will open to about 150 million dollars you know because at the end of the day it is a flash film now flash is not the comic book a-lister anymore you know but because of ben affleck's batman because of michael keaton's involvement because of this whole time travel aspect in the trailers there's gonna be batman so i feel like the movie will do very well Honestly, if this was a standalone Flash film with, like, no time travel involved, it would have made, like, probably 100 million, 90 million, 80 million in his domestic opening. You know, it would ma- it would make similar, probably a little more than Doctor Strange numbers, honestly. But it shouldn't, it shouldn't, because Flash is a billion-dollar film. But now the Flash's popularity has been really diminished lately. But that's why they're doing this whole Flashpoint film. Uh, do I think the Flashpoint is the right film to do? Personally, I think this is like a third film in a trilogy or a second film in a trilogy. But they want that billion. They want that big number. They want to have every film to be in the DC universe make a billion dollars. Go for it, man. I'm excited for Flashpoint because to be honest, DC looks way better than Marvel right now. While I'm enjoying Falcon and the Winter Soldier... Right, and I'm enjoying their other properties. I made a podcast about my Shang Chi opinion. I think Shang Chi looks very mediocre. I rather see ten flashes than I than I see another run of the mill Marvel movie. And I'm sorry if you you guys are Marvel fans. I'm I was a super Marvel fan, you know, growing up. I still am. I still love the MCU for what it is. But you know, after so many films that are just mediocre, I'm kind of tired of that same formula. So I want new things. 
you know, I, I want directors to do their own stuff. And I feel like this director, Andy, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, he's had a good run. You know, I have seen Mama. I have seen it. I have seen it. Chapter two. He's a good director. You know, he has a nice little horror element in him. I feel like he can do a good job. He has experience making big films, you know. He's had... Uh, so he has a good sense in, like, flashback sequences because It Chapter 2 was basically all that. While people don't really like It Chapter 2, I thought it was a pretty good sequel, honestly. The only thing was just too long. But I feel like he has what it takes to make a big-budget film because It and, and It Chapter 2 were big-budget movies because a lot of these studios, they'll hire, like, independent filmmakers... But then, and then they'll give them two hundred and fifty million dollars to make us big budget superhero film, and then they get confused that am I gonna make an intimate cinematic film or am I making a summer blockbuster? You know, same thing happened with Mark Webb, with the Amazing Spider-Man. The poor guy, he made uh, well, Five Hundred Days of Summer, was that the title? And he made like that film. That film was great, but it was a very small film. But then you, the next film you hire him for is a two hundred million dollar juggernaut. If I was a director, I would be, I'd, I'd go crazy. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with all this money? It's crazy. But I feel like this director knows he's had experience with big budgets. While this is going to be his biggest budget film, he knows how to utilize, utilize that money and he knows how to get box office. My one concern, honestly, is the screenplay, the writing of the film. Christina Hudson is the writer and I feel like, if you don't know her, she did Birds of Prey and Bumblebee. And she did uh, Shutting In and Unforgettable. I haven't seen those two films, but I have seen Bumblebee and Birds of Prey. While Bumblebee was whatever, it was fine. It was a decent film. Birds of Prey, on the other hand, I feel like was very underwhelming. Cinematically, it was very like pleasing. It was like a live-action comic book come to life. I feel like it tried different things. But what failed the film for me was the writing. And I feel like she had a big part in this. Um, that's like my only concern as I see the cast right here, Ezra Miller, I think he'll do a great job now that I've seen Zack Snyder, Justice League, Ben Affleck, please Ben Affleck, don't phone it in like Josh Whedon's Justice League 2017. I understand you were in a different place then, but I want that BVS Dawn of Justice Ben Affleck back. Michael Keaton, he's going to do a great job because him having a fun time on set means we're going to have a fun time in theaters. Overall, my thought process about this film that it's going to be a very solid film but it's also going to be a very divisive film if people don't like the flash they're not going to like this movie if people like the flash they're going to like this movie box office wise if i do have to make a prediction uh honestly if i don't want to be so big on the range but if i have to give my prediction on the opening weekend as i said 150 million dollars up to $150 million, it can even make 160, 170 numbers, depending on the marketing of the film. Uh, Lifetime, what I think is going to make in its overall run, I feel like run. It's uh, a bad joke. But overall, I think it's going to make anywhere between $1 to $1.3 billion. I do think it's going to make more than Aquaman, but let's see how it goes, you know? But I'm very excited for this film. I made a, and I'm happy for this film. I just want to see teasers and trailers. But they just started, you know. It's a real competition between this and, and Spider-Man No Way Home. They're both very similar films. Let's see which one's better, you know. So that's my quick opinion, my quick rumbling about the Flash film. I'm very excited about the film. One of my favorite superheroes come to life. If you want, to, if you want me to talk about other topics, other superhero movies that are coming up, 
I know, I'll give you my opinion on those. I'll still keep talking about other stuff. I'm a fan of also pro wrestling, so I'll talk about pro wrestling here and there. And I'll talk about anime, anything you want. You know, I watch everything. So thank you. This is the man around here. Until next time.